Hello, Health Path Travelers. I'm your host, Dr. Jamie Rasmussen, and welcome to another episode of Habits That Heal, a podcast created to giving you the tools and insights necessary to protect your greatest asset, your health. And today's episode is Our Bedroom Looked Like a Murder Scene. In the last 50 years, your parents' approach to health has led to a 1,200% increase in chronic illness. Until the conversation around health changes, you can expect your results to be the same. If you're okay with a life filled with unnecessary suffering, tune out. If you're ready to break the cycle, let's get to work. If you follow me on Medium, you may have already read this story, but I'm going to get into a lot more depth because there's been a lot of follow-up questions about it. And the story happened last week. Last week, I was in this room recording a podcast when I heard my two oldest boys running up the stairs, screaming. They blasted open the door, which is something they are not allowed to do because a lot of times I'm up in in here recording podcasts. And uh, when I saw the look on their faces, I knew that something very serious had happened And I sprinted downstairs as I was getting closer to our bedroom. I heard my wife screaming. And my heart just sunk when I came around the corner and entered the room. Uh, There was blood everywhere. It looked like a murder scene. And I screamed, what happened? And she said, Colin, my youngest son, was running around and he lost his balance and he caught his forehead on the corner of our bedpost and it split it open and she was holding it, uh, putting pressure on it to try and stop the bleeding. She yelled at me to run and grab some paper towel and I ran, I got some paper towel, I got it wet and as I'm running back, I just have this fury inside of me and uh, a lot of times we dump that fury out on those who we love the most. And in this case, I yelled at my wife. I said, what happened? And as if I I were blaming her for what had happened there, when obviously it was not her who did it. And uh, she was just, I mean, she was just in the crossfire of what was going on there. And what I mean by it was not her fault, and it was obvious it wasn't her fault, has to do with Colin. And Colin is the most beautiful, angelic, just happiest boy I've ever met. My wife sat down with me two weeks ago. I remember we were sitting in our sunroom and she said, who's the happiest person you know? And I thought about it and thought about it. And she answered first and she said, it's Colin. Colin is just an angel. He he came into this world (laughs) um, in a very difficult fashion. Her birth um, was difficult. It was still a natural birth. And I mean, she's a warrior goddess in my mind. After watching her go through that birth, our first two babies were born in um, a water birth setting. They were both at Woodwinds Hospital. This baby we were uh, had at Health Foundations, which is a birth center. And everything was perfect leading up to the birth. Uh, I remember her saying Colin was very, very active inside of her belly, like just always moving and kicking and all over the place. And anyways, during the birth process, uh, he had gotten his arm kind of wedged in up by his head, which slowed down the process. So we had to move outside the tub. We had to do it on a birth stool. The whole process was very, very, very intense. And uh, Colin came out. And I adjusted him right away. And I remember the midwife saying, wow, he has so much tension in his system. And uh, as time went on being trained in pediatric neurology, 
I knew that there was something going on with him. And this was very difficult for me to process because uh, I had been uh, speaking from the stages talking about the, the wonders of chiropractic care and how everything is perfect under chiropractic care because I had a pretty significant misunderstanding of what service I was providing people at that time. Anyways, um, he started having developmental delays and um, got the diagnosis of developmental delay. And now it's uh, cognitive and developmental delays, uh, which he didn't learn to walk until he was about 21 or 22 months old. And so everything up until that point was is pretty delayed. And he's been through so much, but he's the happiest, sweetest, most loving boy ever. And um, he has a spatial awareness issue. So he doesn't know where his body is completely in space, which has led to lots of times where he's bonked his head on something, whether that be a door frame or he split his head open on chair. He was the first Rasmussen boy. We have three boys that required stitches. And uh, it has to do with he just doesn't exactly know where his body is in space. And uh, this was another instance of that. Every time I get so angry now, at the unfairness of it all. Watching the most beautiful little man have to suffer and endure so much is so hard to watch. And it's, it's just a primary example of the unfairness of life. And I'm not going to go Nietzsche on you guys right now and get into the philosophical underpinnings of this whole thing playing out. But I am going to point out that there are a lot of things that happen throughout our lives. And I know you have a laundry list of examples of this in your own life, probably. But there are a lot of things that we can focus on if we so choose to focus on. And sometimes it's hard not to focus on it as it's happening. These things are happening that they're just not fair. You start going, why Why is this happening? And you start listing off all the reasons it shouldn't happen. And that's, that's my primary instinct when these things happen is I just start going, I show up every single day and serve people with 100% love and 100% selflessness. And I pour light into people and my wife is the most amazing, beautiful, gracious, kind person in the world. And we pray every day. We meditate every day. Everything that I share with you, we practice religiously. And it's from a place of service and love and light. And yet this darkness continues to pop up in our life. And it, it showed up again. And it just... it. It unleashes this rage inside of my heart. And, and I, I mean, I am mad not only at the people around me in the situation, but I get angry at God and I, I start saying, why are you doing this to us? We do so much good. And that in and of itself is a true misunderstanding of the philosophical underpinnings of this whole situation. Because what, what I've gained from this as best I can is that life is going to give everybody a handful of things that are very, very unfair, 
regardless of anything you do, any acts of service, whoever you show up as, this karmic idea, this karmic belief that what goes around comes around isn't always entirely accurate. I buy into that a little bit. So you know, I continue to try and show up as my best self, be as honest as possible, pour light into the world as much as humanly possible. But that doesn't mean all of that's always going to come back to you. And Maybe some of these things that don't kill us and are making us stronger because that's ultimately what happens when we survive these things is karma in a way. It's the world building us up to be stronger so when we're faced with serious, significant adversity, we're able to overcome this stuff. And really, as we survive these things, as long as we're surviving them and learning from them, that's how they're not completely devastating and don't completely bury us. We have to find some valuable lesson in all of this. And as I'm doing this podcast and as I wrote that blog, that's what I had done with what had happened to Colin and processing that anger and processing that rage and trying to get some meaning, some lesson out of that. And the lesson that I got out of it was both it's making me stronger to survive those situations, but also contrast. And what contrast is, is... It is differentiating light from dark. So the more darkness that you have to endure, you know, the the more light things that may be mundane on a typical day, how we're conditioned to think, especially as Americans, where we have so much. And a lot of times our focus goes to what we're lacking. But when we lose a lot of this stuff, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. That's contrast. So with our kids, if our child has to go through a health challenge, God forbid, and I've had a handful of those with my kids already in the short time that they've been on this earth, but it's made the time that they are well, I'm so much more grateful for it. And that's what contrast is. It's a deeper appreciation of the beauty and the gifts that are surrounding us all the time. So this is the lesson that I want you to take away from this. I want you to not just sweep those hardships that you're dealing with under the rug and then try and ignore them, but understand, you know, live in that darkness as it's happening, but understand that there's a lesson in it. And sometimes as you're going through it, it's going to be very difficult to pull that lesson from it. When my middle son was in the hospital, I shared on a podcast beforehand, it was really hard to pull the lesson out of it as we were just surviving through it. But once we got through it, it was much easier. So I'm not saying it's impossible to pull the lesson through it as you're going through it. It just becomes uh, more difficult. Uh, Afterwards, though, that's when you need to take the time to truly process it. And then also start tying in and focusing on the light and the gratitude that you feel as a result of going through that. And then next time, as you are trying to overcome one of these challenges, just understand that it's almost always it's a temporary thing. Pain is almost always temporary. So if you can get through the pain, it will make you appreciate the light that much more. That's all I have for you today. Love y'all. We'll talk soon. And now it's time to turn ideas into action because ideas without action are useless. So get to work. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to these podcasts, do it and please leave a review. And if you want to get a hold of us, you can follow us at Health Path Chiropractic on Facebook or Instagram, or you can follow us at pathoutofpain.com.